0: Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast, where we geek out on all things holistic health and mental wellness. I'm your host, Annika Taylor. I'm a functional health practitioner and the owner of Nourished by Nature, a wellness practice dedicated to bringing women natural solutions for vibrant mood and gut health. I'm here to offer mind-body modalities and real strategies to help you harmonize your moods, boost your energy, and ultimately allow you to be more of your true, authentic self. Let's get nourished. Hey my friend, it is so good to be with you here again, and my goodness, how have you been? It's been a minute since I recorded an episode. Um, Today I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, Um, way better than yesterday. I just have some sort of stomach bug, Um, but as it's about three days before Christmas (laughs) when I'm recording this, I'm happy to be feeling better. I don't like feeling crummy on Christmas, I mean, who does? But um, I... You know, again, I'm just so grateful for having muscle testing and just holistic medicine because I wasn't feeling good for like a week and I hadn't muscle tested myself or figured out, you know, what was really going on. So yesterday I was like, you know, I've had enough of this. So I figured out through muscle testing that there was a virus that was affecting my immune system, my digestion, and I was able to figure out exactly which herbs would help to um, balance my body and give my body the materials to feel better. So for me, it was Yerba Mansa, which is a beautiful native plant that grows right here in California. It was garlic and it was Astragalus, which is a wonderful uh, traditional Chinese medicine herb. So with those, just taking those yesterday, I feel probably 85% better today. So I'm really grateful to the plant's Um, And I'm ready and excited to talk about my favorite subject, one of my most favorite subjects, which is amino acid therapy. You know, so in our last episode, we were talking all about somatic embodiment practices and how it's important for our body to feel safe, so that it sends those signals of safety back up to the brain, and we can calm and regulate our nervous systems after you know having a stress or a trauma response that's been really chronic. So I think of amino acid therapy as something that's a great thing in conjunction with the embodiment practices. You know, and and again, that's why I like to use both. I like to use healing our biology and healing our nervous systems states because it it goes hand in hand. So that's why I like amino acids to just give us that extra support and that extra boost so that these embodiment practices and these different things that we're adding into our lives be it nutrition or you know mineral balancing or whatever it is are actually enhanced and work better and and in my opinion quicker and more efficiently since we're giving our brain, you know, that support that it needs. So amino acid therapy was largely introduced and popularized by Julia Ross, who was a psychotherapist who was starting to use food therapy and amino acid therapy with her patients and actually seeing such good results that her whole clinic um, and all of her staff started using this modality with their clients. They had a study where they had 100 participants in their clinic, um, go through two weeks of food and amino acid therapy, and of the 198 of them saw major improvements just in two weeks. So what is amino acid therapy? For those of you who don't know this is a type of um, nutritional therapy that we use and it's really just using amino acids the specific um, different ones you know because our proteins made up of 20 plus amino acids you know if you're eating chicken or turkey Um, but we're deriving these specific amino acids from foods from plants and we are putting it in a capsule or a tablet using those to support our neurotransmitters. So, you know, you'll probably remember in the last episode, I was talking about how, you know, it's not just about neurotransmitter imbalance, um, which I, you know, I believe in finding the root cause. It's not just about, Oh, I have low serotonin. Oh, I have low GABA. But when we are finding the root cause, and when we are healing our bodies and our digestive system, And really taking the stress off of our body i think amino acids are so so important to be able to start helping us feel better quickly i think of amino acids as the supportive friends that can come alongside us and help provide the neurotransmitter function and production while we're addressing the root causes of why we're experiencing poor moods in the first place Um, like i said amino acids can help us feel better literally within minutes I experienced that my clients experienced that it's pretty wonderful. So I learned about amino acid therapy from food mood expert, Trudy Scott. She's an incredible nutritionist. She uses food and amino acid supplementation with her clients to naturally get relief from anxiety and depression. She has an amazing book called the anti-anxiety food solution. And I will link that in the show notes for you. Also, I've also learned so much from the book called The Mood Cure by Julia Ross. So these two books, if you're an, make a mega nerd like me and you want to learn all about amino acid therapy, pick these books up. Um, I will link to both of them in the show notes. Okay, so I'm just going to start by reading you an excerpt from the book The Mood Cure by Julia Ross, and this is on the chapter about GABA. GABA is unique in that it is both an amino acid that is a building block of protein and a potent mood enhancer. I don't know of any other common nutrient that can act directly as a mood regulator the way GABA can. Biochemists call it the inhibitory neurotransmitter, one that turns off certain kinds of brain reactions, specifically the production of excitatory chemicals like adrenaline that can become so overwhelming when you are under too much stress. But too much stress can deplete our GABA supplies. Taken as a supplement, GABA can help us not only turn off stress reactions after an upset, it can help prevent a stressful response when taken prior to an expected ordeal. Now, I 100% backed that up. Put my book away. Because this was exactly my experience. Um, Now, I had considered myself as, you know, oh, panic attack free for maybe six years and i've been really proud of it really excited about it because you know if you've ever experienced a panic attack you know how debilitating and crippling it can feel and you just kind of feel like you lose your confidence in yourself and it's not fun i wouldn't wish it on anybody um but this year i did actually start experiencing panic and anxiety again Um, which was, you know, I felt pretty discouraged and um, frustrated (laughs) to be completely vulnerable with you um, as a health practitioner that helps my clients support their moods. And so the reason that this had started happening in my body was because I had started um, killing off parasites in my body faster than I could, you know, safely eliminate them. And when you start doing that, and by the way, I would never do this with clients, but for some reason, I always, <laughs> always push my own body really hard. And when I'm doing a cleanse, like I'll go full force, right? Not good for my body, especially for those who have MTHFR mutations um, and need extra detox support and liver support, like myself. So I knew better, but I went ahead and I did a full, you know, liver flush and parasite cleanse. And first, I was feeling really good, but then suddenly I started getting anxiety out of the blue. And one night I woke up with a panic attack so bad that I, you know, I didn't know what was happening and it really, really freaked me out. Right. So I realized what was happening. My, my nervous system and my immune system were responding to these neurotoxins that the parasites release as they're dying. And I also, um, believe I have some Lyme bacteria um, along with the parasites that was dying off with all the antimicrobial, antiparasitic herbs I was doing. Um, so my body was really thrown into kind of, you know, a hurricane, uh, a perfect storm for bringing on anxiety because, you know, that's your stress response. So my body was dealing with all of these excess toxins and it really took a toll. So long story short... I remembered how (laughs) I had GABA in the house. So the next night that I woke up with that panicked feeling and my heart racing, I just, I said, nope, not doing this today. I walked straight to my GABA, bottle of GABA. I popped one of those, um, and I just chewed the whole thing up. Normally, you know, it's a lozenge that you can just suck on, but I just chewed the entire thing up and lo and behold, the panic subsided. And I was so grateful, <laughs> so, so grateful. So um, for those of you who are experiencing you know, toxin-related, like mold-related anxiety, and you're dealing with the root cause um, or any type of infection, but it's giving you anxiety, I think GABA can be such an important thing to have on hand. So again, it's important to note there are other possible amino acids that can help you with mood imbalances besides GABA there is 5-HTP and tryptophan, which help with our serotonin system. Um, There's a couple other ones that help with dopamine. Um, So, you know, we'll talk about more of these on future episodes, but it's all in the Mood Cure and in the Anti-Anxiety Food Solution um, books, if you're interested in learning more right away. So what are symptoms of low GABA? And you might be wondering this because, you know, you might be really intrigued by now on using GABA and, and, you know, if this could be something to help your anxious thoughts, your tense physical anxiety, you know, or to help you with panic. So low GABA symptoms could be anxiety and panic, also feeling stressed with a sense of dread or impending doom. Tense, tight muscles and muscle aches. Sometimes you might even just notice that you're clenching your jaw all the time, right? Um, And then darting from one thing to the next and feeling disorganized. Um, You could also feel easily irritated, frustrated, and have racing thoughts and feel like you can't turn your mind off. That was something that I noticed right away when I took my first dose of GABA earlier this year. I was taking it because I had just these kind of racing disorganized thoughts and it was really interfering with work. So I took it and I instantly noticed that those like worried thoughts and the ing- anxious thoughts were just gone. Like I couldn't think of them if I even tried. And that was pretty dramatic, right? You might also feel that your stomach is in knots. So if you have a nervous gut, that could be a good, you know, indication GABA could help you feel better. Also OCD symptoms, which I think is interesting. And I was reading on Trudy Scott's blog how there was a client who had tried using GABA and tryptophan for her grandson who had OCD and intrusive thoughts. And in using the GABA and the tryptophan three times daily for her grandson, he was able to actually overcome the OCD and the ruminating intrusive thoughts. So they continued to use that because he was thrilled with with the results and so was the grandmother. Um, and then lastly, you might be noticing craving carbs or other stimulants or sugar or alcohol just to help calm your body down. And this is common. Like how many of us have come home from a day of work and a day that's been kind of stressful and just reached for something to comfort us? I mean, I certainly have, you know, a bag of chips or, you know, something like chocolate or some wine just to calm our bodies down. So, in Trudy Scott's book, she mentions that if three or more of these symptoms are very relatable and they interfere with your daily life, um, that trying GABA can be very, very supportive for you. All right. So, how to use the GABA guide? You're going to download it, it is a fillable PDF. Um, You can also just print it out if you don't want to fill it out on your computer. Whatever works for you is fine. You are going to grab a bottle of GABA. Um, 125 milligrams to start with. I always like to start low and you will take that first quiz. Just put, put down exactly, you know, how you've been feeling. So it's on a scale of zero to 10. If you've been feeling really, you know, like this symptoms interrupting your daily life, put a 10. Um, if it's not so bad, you can, you know, decide between one to nine. So you'll fill that out. You'll take the 125 milligram GABA after you filled out that first one, then wait for, I'd say five to up to 30 minutes, but you should start feeling a difference within minutes. And then you'll retake that quiz and just notice if anything has changed. If you start to notice a little bit of, you know, change, maybe your muscles feel more relaxed. Maybe your thoughts have slowed down. Uh, maybe you're feeling less anxious and that's great. Um, You might actually need more if you're only noticing a small change. So the next time that you do this quiz, you could do it later in the day, um, I would just double it. I'd take two 125 milligrams. Um, And then you'll be able to figure out your personal dosage. So if you notice no difference and you've gotten up to say 2000 milligrams for the whole day, not all at once, mind you, but spread throughout the whole day, then you know I would say probably GABA is not the right one for you. But if you've slowly titrated up and you're taking it, you know maybe 300 milligrams three times a day or 500 milligrams three times a day, which are very common doses, um, and you're feeling better, then that is what we want. So you'll find, you know, you'll find your dose. But I put all of the information on that GABA guide so that you don't feel confused or overwhelmed or lost or anything like that. So GABA really doesn't have a lot of contraindications, especially, you know, when you're thinking about, um, all of the different side effects or effects that medications can have on us. Um, GABA is very, very gentle, but I will mention that if you start with a really high dose, like if you start with 750 milligrams, that's usually too much for people. The only other thing is if you have low blood pressure, I would be careful because it might lower your blood pressure even more. Just uh, be aware that if you're on any medications that affect GABA, to take these take GABA away from those, like four to six hours away, um, and always check with your healthcare provider to make sure that it's you know something that would be good for you specifically. Um, but other than that, I think Gap is fantastic and I <laughs> use it all the time when I'm having uh, extra stress. Or like I said, right now, as I'm going through just healing my gut after the crazy parasite storm <laughs> that I had, um, it's been wonderful. It's been, I would want to say a lifesaver, but it, you know, maybe that sounds too dramatic, but it's been a sanity saver for me. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoy, you know, learning more about amino acid therapy. Um, and you know, let me know how it goes using your guide and I will see you in the next episode. We'll be doing an interview with one of my dear friends. So I'm very excited about that next episode until then, my friend take good care of you and stay nourished.